0: Happy Tuesday and welcome back to Kubi's commentary. Stocks registered their best weekly percentage gains since November, as the economic data releases and the corporate earnings reports encouraged investors. On the economic front, the University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Index climbed in January to its highest level in nine months, providing evidence that the American consumer could be more resilient than the Wall Street pessimistic strategists are forecasting. Most significantly, the Consumer Price Index data released Thursday showed prices declined slightly, boosting hopes that the Federal Reserve may soon slow its pace of interest rate hikes. The monthly CPI increases for the last six months of 2022 only totaled 1.1%, following nearly a 6% increase in the first six months of the year. Earnings season kicked off with reports from Bank of America, Citigroup, JPMorgan Chase, and Wells Fargo showing solid results, despite a rise in expenses, increased provision losses, and cautious outlooks. Our analysis of the big banks' results suggests that these firms are prudently assuming higher credit losses will emerge as loan payment data emerges. In fact, the higher loan loss recognition and reserving by Bank of America and JP Morgan in their fourth quarter 2022 results suggests that their better-than-expected earnings may have been even better than reported. Both firms' ratio of allowance for losses as a percentage of non-performing loans rose significantly in the recently reported results. This is a key metric we track regarding the quality of bank earnings. The higher the ratio, the more conservative and high quality the earnings reported. Small cap stocks were the biggest winners last week, with the Russell 2000 surging 5.2%, while the Nasdaq Composite jumped 4.8%, and the S&P 500 added 2.6%. We think the small cap rally could be in the early innings as the sector still trades at below average multiples with numerous bargain opportunities that we have identified for our north star mutual funds the recent trends of a lower dollar with higher gold and bond prices remained in place the yield on the 10-year treasury declined six basis points to 3.51 percent its lowest levels since september while gold reached its highest level since april The financial markets were closed on Monday in observance of the Martin Luther King Jr. holiday. The calendar includes the Empire State Manufacturing Index release on Wednesday, followed by the Producer Price Index report and Retail Sales report on Friday. The expectation is for that economic data to show modest softening. The week also includes a heavy slate of speeches from Federal Reserve members as the FOMC January 31st through February 1st meeting approaches. The obsession with the Fed reached new heights this weekend, as Barron's had an in-depth article highlighting the entire roster of Fed officials that felt to us as if they were introducing the starting lineup in the Super Bowl, Jerome Powell at quarterback, in his backfield Leo Brainerd and John Williams, at wide receiver James Bullard, etc. Earnings season progresses with 26 S&P 500 companies reporting results, including Goldman Sachs, Netflix, and Procter & Gamble. The S&P 500 is expected to report a year-over-year decline in earnings of 3.9% for the fourth quarter, which would mark the first year-over-year decline in earnings reported by the index since Q3 2020, which was 5.7% decline. Once again, our politicians in Washington are struggling to find compromises, resulting in the Treasury Department warning that the U.S. will reach the debt limit on January 19th and will need extraordinary measures from Congress to avoid a default. If history repeats itself, the last-minute deal will be reached before the deadline, as no one amid the negotiations wants to be seen as caving before absolutely necessary. However, the repeated habit of deficit spending by Congress remains one of the key drivers for our ongoing view that some exposure to precious metals in investor portfolios is prudent. Turning to stocks on the move, up 25% with Sono Group, ticker SEV, Sono put out a press release on Wednesday saying that the company has received 40 million euros in payment commitments from its customer community campaign. This was a non-dilutive option to providing funding for the company as the Scion vehicle enters pre-production. Up 18.2% was the Eastern Company, ticker EML. Last week, Eastern Company announced that Mark Hernandez would assume the role of CEO on January 23rd, replacing August Flack, who has held the position for about seven years. Up 14% was Amazon.com Inc., ticker AMZN. Last week, Morgan Stanley analyst Morgan Nowak gave Amazon a buy rating, but warned of increasing cost pressures related to Amazon Web Services build-out. Lastly, up 11% was Advanced Micro Devices Inc., ticker AMD. Last week, Advanced Micro Devices announced the appointment of Gene Hu, as CFO. Ms. Hu is the former CFO of Marvell Technology, another semiconductor company turning to stocks that moved on no significant company news. Up 21.9% was Boot Barn Holdings, Inc., ticker BOOT. Up 17.8% was Superior Group of Companies, Inc., ticker SGC. Up 16.4% was Bluebird Corp., ticker BLBD. Up 14.9% was ARC Document Solutions, Inc., ticker ARC. Up 14.4% was Accuray, Inc., ticker A-R-A-Y. Up 13.9% was Denny's Corp., ticker D-E-N-N. Up 13.8% was Delta Apparel, Inc., ticker DLA. Up 12.3% was Waco Group, ticker WEYS. Up 12.2% was the Container Store Group, Inc., ticker TCS. Up 11.9% was KKR & Co., ticker KKR. Up 11.2% was Flex Steel Industries, Inc., ticker FLXS. Up 11% was Rocky Brands, Inc., ticker RCKY. And lastly, up 10.5% was Napco Security Technologies Inc., ticker NSSC. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's blog. Have a great rest of your shortened week. Securities are offered through New Edge Securities Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Financial advice is offered through Northstar Investment Management Corp., a registered investment advisor. Northstar Investment Management Corp. is not a subsidiary or control affiliate of New Edge Securities Inc. The information provided in this commentary is not an offer to sell or the solicitation of an offer to purchase any security, product, or brokerage service. The information is not intended to be used as the basis for investment decisions, nor should the information be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of any investor. This commentary is presented to illustrate examples of the securities that Northstar Investment Management Corporation and or its affiliates may have bought for client accounts and the diversity of markets in which Northstar Investments may invest and may not be representative of current or future investments. You should not assume that the performance of any specific investment, investment strategy or product referenced directly or indirectly in this commentary will be profitable or will be equal to any corresponding performance levels that might be indicated. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Investments in securities involve risks, including the possible loss of the principal invested. Northstar and others associated with it, including employees, may have positions in and affect transactions in securities of companies mentioned or indirectly referenced in this commentary. Northstar may buy, sell, or hold these securities in proprietary or client accounts. Northstar will not be providing regular updates or advising you of any changes in the views expressed herein. Investors should consider their investment objectives, risk tolerance, and financial situation and needs before investing in any security. Tax considerations, commissions, fees, and other costs should be carefully evaluated with one's investment and or tax advisors. Information provided is obtained from sources deemed to be reliable, but NorthStar cannot guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information. This material may not be reproduced, distributed, or transmitted to any other person in whole or in part without the prior written consent of Northstar. A copy of Northstar Investment Management Corporation's Form ADV brochure, privacy notice, and business continuity plan summary can be obtained by calling 312-580-0900.